0: This was a god-awful time to be going to work. The sun wasn't even up, for cripe's sake. Leroy tapped lightly on the horn for the third time. Come on, Mike. Don't make me come inside and get you out of bed. Leroy sighed and sipped on his coffee from the McDonald's drive-up window. The cops couldn't afford Starbucks. Mike fastened his holster, inserted his gun, and snapped it down grabbed his uniform jacket and patted Lady Dog on the head. Guard the place well, lady. Mike heard Leroy tapping the horn again. Hold your horses, Bratowski. I'm coming. I'm coming. Morning, Brat, said Mike, as he climbed in and closed the door. Got any more of that coffee? Leroy silently held out a McDonald's cup. It may be too cold by now, said Leroy with a shade of sarcasm. Thanks, partner, said Mike. He sat back, fastened his seatbelt, and sipped his coffee. Where to, oh exalted one? We've got a half day of patrol, then we check in with Captain Baker for a new assignment. You picked up the coffee. I'll spring for breakfast, Mike offered. Thanks, pal. Which will it be, McDonald's or IHOP? Your choice, said Mike. In a generous mood. Leroy swung into McDonald's. This is good. We're second in line. A voice broke in from the police radio. Dispatch to car 006. Mike picked up. Car 006. Go ahead, dispatch. A possible female overdose on Broad Street. Number 802 Broad Street, Southwest. Do you copy? R006 responding to 802 Broad Southwest, possible overdose, ETA estimated time of arrival 712104. Leroy touched off the siren and lights. Shit, there goes our place in line. Five minutes later, they found the address. Here it is, brat. Pull over. Both men hit the ground, charging up the front steps and banging on the door. Police, open up. A skinny teenager opened the door. Mike and Leroy strode in. Where's the girl? Mike demanded. The young man pointed a quivering finger toward a bedroom. Mike strode through the door. Leroy remained back and began questioning the witness. Your name? The boy gulped and shook his head. What happened here? Leroy demanded. I don't know anything. Who called the police? One of the guys called the police, and then they all ran. I couldn't leave her like this. I have to go now. My dad will be worried. Sorry, son. You aren't going anywhere. We'll explain it to your dad. He won't like it. Let me go! He yelled and tried to pull away. Leroy held the young man with a firm grip on his arm. I can't do that. Either you come along with me quietly or I will have to put you in handcuffs. Leroy gave the boy no choice as he led him to the car, opened the back door, and assisted him inside. Leroy closed the door firmly, automatically locking the witness inside. Through the window, he saw the boy sobbing. Leroy picked up the mic and reported to dispatch. Car 006 reporting. We're investigating the possible O.D. We have one teenage boy in custody, and we are checking on one possible victim. Over. St. Luke's Hospital's Emergency Room A large bull of a man, dressed in police blues, barreled through the emergency room door accompanied by two beat cops. His captain's bars gleamed, and his eyes showered sparks. The hell is going on here, he demanded in a booming voice. Where's that bleep cop McBride? He strode purposely up to the desk. I'll have that loser's bleep head on a platter just as soon as I find him. He bellowed as he pounded a meaty fist on the counter with one hand. With the other hand, he pointed his two cops down the halls to the right and left. Get McBride, he commanded. I want him here now. The two beat cops vanished down the halls, leaving chaos in their wakes as they searched one room after another, upsetting nurses, doctors, and patients alike.